Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, darling. So today we are going to be talking lifestyle, fashion, and beauty with the blogger Lynette Cherie of the Pink Cocktail Society. So thank you for coming on the show today, Lynette. How are you? I am great, and thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. I've been following you for a while, and it's just been really exciting to kind of connect in. You're in the Atlanta area, as am I, so that's going to be really nice to kind of start networking. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about you and your blog, The Pink Cocktail Society. So... I live in Atlanta. Um, I'm from a few different places. So I'm from the country. I used to live in LA. I was born in DC. Like, so I've been, you know, all over the country. My mother, she was a flight attendant, but then she got MS when I was younger. So she graduated from Loyola Film School in LA. So she's done writing. She used to have her own TV show. So I've done, you know, I've seen a lot. And then I've been married twice. I have five children. So I have a lot to talk about. And people always come to me, ask me for advice and things of that nature. And I'm just like, well, why don't I start a blog? And people ask me for years and I just, I couldn't sit myself down, you know, long enough to actually start it. It was always on my, um, on my to-do list. But finally last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do it. And here we are. Wow. A mom of five. You yes. are super. Yeah. <laughs> six of us. So I totally understand that family life. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. So as a mom, you know, how are you able to balance your, you know, being a mom and then also running this blog? So my oldest two, one just graduated, another another one is getting ready to graduate. So they're older, they live in Virginia. My youngest three are actually with me in Atlanta. So what happens is my 13-year-old daughter, you know, now she's all into the whole YouTube thing. And she's one, she's like, mommy, we need to start a YouTube channel. So I have her attention and I can teach her, um, you know, how to hold the phone and take this picture. She's all into it now. She's, I've actually gotten her into the mindset of when we're riding down the street, she's like, mommy, it's a photo shoot time. That scenery over there, it's great let's pull over let's take a photo shoot now right now the eight-year-old he's the one that I'm having trouble with I can't get him to sit still and look at the camera you know when I'm trying to get him to take a video the three-year-old you can catch candid shots of you know the the babies they do really cute things so it's real easy to get you know to catch them on camera but as far as like trying to schedule I have to wait until they go to sleep or I have to ask my daughter to watch them for a little bit whether or not I have to go to a coffee house or something like that or if they go to their dad I can get on the computer um, so that's basically how I have to try to balance it. It's, it's all about organization, really, and a schedule, like a strict schedule and discipline. You know, I, I know like a lot of, um, moms, especially, you know, they always kind of have to battle that, you know, okay, I have kids, I work, I do this, you know, and then right. trying to run your business or your blog or whatever it is. Right. But I love how you kind of take all that and you just wrap it up in one, like, okay, well, right. This is a family thing that like we're doing this. It, yeah. Together. So that's really awesome. Do you work full time or like, you know, are you just working on your blog full time? So I stopped working um, March 15th. I stopped working. And, okay. but before that I was dealing with depression and stress and anxiety. I don't know if it was my job. I don't know what it was. So in November I had taken a leave of absence from work for, from November all the way till January. I went back to work for a little bit and I'm like, you know what? Uh, this isn't for me because I was literally sitting at my desk, like God was making me uncomfortable. Mm. And I knew it. I said, and I put it on my vision board. I said, I'm not going to be working a nine to five 
before the end of the year. God said, okay, you know what? It's going to be sooner than that. So I ended up, um, I stopped, right. And I stopped working um, March 15th. And I feel like a lot of opportunities have shown themselves to me since then. So as of right now, it's just me working on my blog. That is so awesome. Like yeah. I know a lot of people are like waiting for that moment. I know right. I, even I was waiting for that moment. And like how you said, you know, you just feel this kind of unrest. Like, you Oh, it's terrible. Yes. Yes. And like, yeah, now I'm at that point where I'm like, you know what? I can't do it. You know, I have yeah. to do what I love and what I'm passionate right. about. So, you know, and sometimes it's that, that leap of faith and it's a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what it is? Sometimes what, let me tell you what I battle with. The Lord deals with me in a different way because I'm some, there have been moments that I have not been obedient. So therefore he has forced me out of things in order for me to be obedient. So right. And, and seriously, that's, it have, it's always, and I know it, I know it's coming and we have me and God have these conversations and I know it. And I feel like God told me when I got uncomfortable in almost the same time last year, I got uncomfortable in my job. And it's almost an uncomfortable, pain uncomfortable. Like, oh my gosh, do I need to go stretch? Do I need to do yoga? I couldn't sit at my desk. Like I literally could not sit there. And it was one of those things where I kept saying to my friend that sat across from me, I said, God is telling me to get up and I, like, I'm supposed, I'm not supposed to be, I need to leave. But I was like, oh no, you know, the security. But at the same time, you're not supposed to secure yourself in a nine to five. My security was supposed to be set in God and I wasn't being obedient so therefore God forced me he was like you know what okay well I'm just going to take it from you so that's basically what happened and so now I'm like okay Lord I apologize <laughs> you know I'm so sorry I should have listened to you a year ago <laughs> and so like how do you feel now now that you're full-time with your blog so it, it's still you know it's again it's still a battle only because it's like oh my gosh like it's a fear. There's a scare, but again, you can't fear and faith can't rest in the same place, you know? Yes. So, right. So it's, I constantly have to pray about it. You know, I pray about, you know, my fear and me being scared. And anytime that I'm scared, I'm like, you know what, at the end of the day, you just got to do just, you just have to go. Mm -hmm. You literally just have to keep walking and going forward. You have to keep, you have to run. That's the way I deal with it. When I get scared, I start running in the direction of the thing that I'm scared of because it's something that I know the Lord wants me to do. Yeah. So what, um, you know, and I, I think we're kind of talking about this, but what keeps you consistent and like helps motivate you as a blogger? So it's not, it's not necessarily even with my blog. I'm a motivated person regardless. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I've always been in a creative space again, because of the things that my mother exposed me to young, you know, as a child, I was in acting, modeling, all these things when I was younger. And then she had me in all kinds of art classes. She always had me in something artistic when I was younger. So therefore, when it comes to my blogging, and if I'm out and about, I always look at something like, Ooh, can I make a story out of that? Or that like there's lessons during the day. There's always some sort of lessons if you run into a person or something happens with the kids or, you know, co-parenting, there's always a story every day that I literally can tell. So it's not just necessarily about fashion or, you know, it's, it's about more than just that. Yeah. So I, that's why I, how I stay motivated because I'm constantly looking for what can I talk about next? I love that. I love yeah. that. It, it, it's about the way you view things it's about right uh, yes mindset mindset yes. yeah yes. Mm -hmm. and that's going to keep you consistent that's going to keep you exactly going because your mindset is already in that right frame like you're already right. you're already there you're just waiting for that inspiration it, to come. 
Exactly. It's a focus. It's like, um, and it's, especially if you're passionate about it. And I'm passionate about people. Like I love talking. I love when I go, I make friends wherever I go. My granddaddy used to do the same thing. And my, my, my children are always like, mommy, do you always have to talk to people? Yes, I do. Yes. I love people. Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, we'll be, I'll be in line at home goods. It doesn't matter. I'll spark up a conversation with anyone. So that also helps me with the blogging because I'm like, oh, wow, I just love talking to people. So, yeah, I mean, that, that puts another twist on, you know, creating more, you know, right. being the world to inspire you. Yes, it does. Yes. So how do you, um, something that I've noticed and I've heard a lot, you know, that people yeah. say like, oh, the industry is saturated or anything like that. So how do you like combat the feeling that, you know, being a lifestyle or a fashion or beauty blogger, like how do you feel about hearing things like this industry is saturated and how do you kind of make yourself stand out, you know, amongst that? So let me tell you how I look at that. Again, it falls in line with perspective and mindset. How many hair stores are at every corner? How many liquor stores do you see? How many McDonald's? How many, you know, every market is saturated with something. How many, again, how many nail places? How many different color nail polishes? All these people are successful. It doesn't matter. Every formula is different, you know? So like, I love coffee. I, I know you probably see me talk about coffee all the time. And yes. I love going, <laughs> right. And I love going to a lot, like, of course, Starbucks is my favorite, but I love going to the boutique coffee shops, you know, because the customer service is different. The atmosphere is different. So I look at that with blogging and fashion the same way. Everybody was made different. So I feel like me as a blogger, I may not be for everybody, but then there is, you know, a set of a group of people that actually need me to tell my story a certain way. You may go and hear a sermon. You may see a path, three different pastors preach the same exact sermon, but because the delivery is different, somebody may connect with one pastor differently, you know? So I guess I just look at it like that with fashion. Everybody, you can have three people wear the same outfit. It's not the same. It's not. <laughs> they may walk differently in it. Their body is, is different, you know? So there's different um, aspects to each person. It's, it's the way the story is told. Um, you, you may be relatable to 15 people, but not to 100. You know, it's just, it's just what people can relate to and what you offer to a certain group of people. So I feel like there's enough for everybody to go around. And see, for me, because I'm in acting, I have one photographer for uh, my headshots. Again, I've been having my daughter take my pictures for uh, my Instagram, you know what I'm saying? And then I have, you know, I've had lots of different photographers in different cities. You can have a photographer for everything. It's, it's just, it's different categories to everything, you know? So again, I, I just don't believe, again, it's about perspective and mindset. I don't believe that it's saturated. I really don't. Yes. I, just, I love that. And, and I really wanted to have that conversation with you because yeah. it's so easy for people to say, and I, and I see it a lot mm -hmm. even when I was starting a blog, you know, people were like, oh, lifestyle, that's super saturated. Like, you know, you need to, yeah. now, you need to do all this, which yes, yeah. things are very real things that you should do. But if you're using your authentic voice, if you're right. your authentic self, yeah, There's a tribe of people that are going to believe and support that, and that's fine. Exactly. There's enough room, <laughs> There's enough room right. for everyone. And see, see, this is how I feel about blogging as well. There, you have some bloggers that are literally a walking commercial. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I don't like those type of of uh, bloggers. For me, I'm saying like before I started blogging, because if I want to watch a commercial, I'm just going to go watch TV, you know, <laughs> or I'm going to watch ads on the internet. But then you have some bloggers that only do food. You have some that, you know, a mommy bloggers literally just talking about their kids. Um, some that may be dealing with, I mean, there's so many different things that bloggers could talk about. So therefore you, then you have the bloggers that talk about 
different, a lot of different subjects and they're more relatable. Again, yes. that go, that's why I said it's not saturated because there's somebody for everybody. Yes. Not everybody likes the same thing. Something that I've talked about before is, um, what is, what question is your business answering? And right. I think that's really important yeah. right? because mm -hmm. what there's people, when you're looking at blogs, it's because you're looking for the answer to something. You right. Know, you're looking for the answers to how to style things. Exactly. It's about parenting. Yeah. So what is your blog answering? And then from that point, you can expand. Right. But it can't just be a thing that like, oh, I'm doing really good. I like this. And then yeah. I can make money from it. So let's just do right. that. Because it's not authentic and people aren't going to it. It, it's and that, not, and that part of the industry, I do think, is getting saturated. I do, the industry is correct. saturated with people that aren't doing things the right way. Exactly, but it's exactly. not saturated, you know, for people to be authentic and to share their truth. Exactly, voice. that's the you truth. know. So right. Okay, <laughs> so since we're talking about that, if you had to give advice to someone who wanted to start, you know, let's say a lifestyle blog, what kind of advice? Like, what would you say to them? So, if like, okay, well, I could tell you what I did. Okay, so when I first started saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to start a blog, I started doing my research. It wasn't just that, oh, okay, we know what, I'm just going to go out here, take pictures and write whatever. I, I knew I could do it. It was just, I wanted to make sure that it was something I wanted to do. And again, I did not want to be a walking billboard. It, it all depends on what you want to do. So if you say, okay, well, I'm going to be a lifestyle blogger, or I'm going to be a, a food blogger, or whatever kind of blogger that you want to be, find a good five people in that industry that you can follow and take notes from i'm not saying copy what they're doing i'm literally saying take notes for and i mean study them when i say study them you go through their blog like go through their blog website and go through everyone that they've read start from the bottom and go up that way you can see their progression from when they first started to where they are now also um you know like if they do instagram stories and things like that how are they speaking you know, what do they, how are they, where are they shot? You know, just take notes from all of that. Because what I did was, I promise you, I started following at least 30 girls. And then when I realized they weren't speaking to, if I didn't relate to them, I started unfollowing the ones and I, and I had a good hand five that I followed. So for instance, there's one girl and I love her to death. She, um, she does her Insta stories the way she does them. I, I know you pay attention to my Insta stories. I yeah. learned from her and I, a lot of apps and things like that on how to do my Insta stories, but I followed her for that. And I, and I didn't ask a whole bunch of questions and things like that because a lot of them, they don't like you asking questions. Even if you're a new blogger and you're wanting to find information, I do follow another girl and I like her, but she does not like you asking her for advice. So that about her, I know I'm not going to contact her and ask her for advice. There is another blogger that I follow, and I know I can ask her questions. She even gives advice on her, on her Insta stories or on her blog or steps to this, steps to that. But I have noticed that when I first started out, it was like, well, of course, I don't have money to pay all these people for coaching. And then the third. So what I started to do was I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to literally study and watch them and pay attention to keywords. Those keywords that I hear, I'm going to go Google them or I'm going to go YouTube them. And let me tell you why, because a lot of the bloggers, what they're doing is, oh, well, I'm going to have a coaching session. You're going to have to pay 49 such and such. Go to my website. Here's the link and you can go pay and this and the third. No, I, for me, and I mean, that is for some people. If you literally don't have the time to research it yourself, I get it. But for me, I don't have the money to pay somebody else to do that. So what I would do is, I, everything is on YouTube. Everything is on Google. Or you can find another person that is teaching those same things for free. 
and you know they're doing li- a lot of the bloggers are doing lives on on some of these things so you know that's basically my advice to somebody who's wanting to start out like you know just find if you want to do if you want to do a niche or whatever your lane is you can either you know try to create your own lane or pull pieces from other people don't but just do not copy anybody definitely be authentic keep going it's going to get hard um you know life happens but you still keep going. i don't care if you do 10 minutes a day to your blog if that's all you can do on your lunch break uh, if you go to your to the break room, find you a quiet place, but do something every day to build your brand with your blog. Oh, I love that. You said so many good things, but I think the one thing that stuck out to me the most is the financial portion of it. I think yeah. many times yeah. people start a blog and I've had conversations with people over and over and over again about how they spent this this amount mm-hmm. of money and that they wasted mm-hmm. this amount of money just for someone to say, you know, oh, uh, if you want to know more, if you want to get to the next oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, you know, I believe in courses, you know, I'm a huge course. Right, person. right. And, but for me, I, I definitely have to vet courses and find people that have taken courses. So right. You know if at the end of it, are they going to try to sell me something else? Because yeah. that's not giving out value. And I think that right. especially when you're beginning, you have to make the investment to find things mm-hmm. for yourself. Because like you said, it's on Google somewhere. Somebody it is. Talking about Somebody it. knows Somebody it. Yes. When you yes. do personal one-on-one stuff, that should be enhancing and getting you exactly. To, not necessarily starting you out. There, there right. are, and there are courses that you can do with people or master classes, you know, that are free that you don't have to, you know, necessarily, um, not know like that. They'll at least give you the basics, you know. And yeah. I think that's where people should focus instead of yeah. Oh, I need to take this blocking course. Yeah. I need yeah. That. I need that because at the end of the day, sometimes the idea that you have at first isn't even what you end up doing. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> like I hear so many people talk about how much money they've wasted. Yeah. And and I'm I'm quick to tell people all the free resources. You know. Yes. If you me too. Something, if, if, yeah. Anything that needs to be designed, I highly recommend Canva. There's that pick. Oh, I, yeah, there. I have it. Like, I have you know it. What I'm saying like I'm quick. Yeah. To drop, like to name drop and design you know, lab. Yeah. Yes, and and then it's also frustrating because this is something else you touched on about you know, reaching out to other bloggers that you admire. Yeah. So I think it's a great tip that when you're starting out, you need to go and you need to find these bloggers that you admire right. that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how how do you overcome or how did you overcome? I'm not sure if you had this this encounter, but how do you overcome someone blatantly not wanting to give you the answer or, you know, receiving some sort of negativity for asking a question? You know what? I don't even ask. I, I, li- I promise you, I literally people watch. And if I can feel a vibe from a person, if you let people talk long enough, you can, you can feel that vibe that they are not going to be one of those people that are going to um, give you information. And so therefore, honestly, I have not, I've known better, thank goodness, than to ask somebody um, a question. Now, what I will say, there have been people that I watched for a while that I gave compliments to that were nasty bloggers now big bloggers i've given compliments to that were nasty with their response to the compliment i gave so you have to watch people's personalities because that will tell you which person people are approachable so that's the thing like it's just if you you can approach them about anything and you can if you start a conversation with another blogger or anybody a life coach or anything like that you can see which ones that you'll be able to um to approach with questions and which ones are not going to be you're going to be able to approach Wow, that was that was really good because I, I do know that 
even I found myself at the very beginning, like kind of feeling, you know, just a little down, you know, like, wow, yeah. you know, these people, and, and you, like you said, you can tell, I never had an experience where someone said something nasty or like, you know, treated yeah. me wrong, but I did definitely get a vibe. And I just want to tell everyone, yeah. thing, like, make sure you pay attention to those vibes yes. because sometimes people get a little too big for their britches and that's okay, yeah. boo, like, yeah. who you? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, there are resources and Google is a great resource, you know, and like right. you said, find those bloggers that you really love and admire, check out their work. Don't copy their work, but you're not it out. copy. And you can, you can put a special twist on it. You know, you could, you could make it something that was yeah. that's still yours, you know, because there's nothing new. Nobody's going to write is just an overly unique blog post exactly. that no one has ever heard about. That's not, that's not the case, but don't, go through and copy other people's right. work either because that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, Let so. me, um, now I will say this. I do have another tip that I do. Um, there are some life coaches that I follow as well. So the I mix what I get from the life coaches and bloggers together to help me with my blog. So I will say there are some life coaches that I found or also some bloggers that have written books. Now, there are some books that I have invested in that have resources in them as well. So it's almost like it's more, it's better to buy a book with resources in it than to pay for these multiple courses because you're not going to get as much from a 30 minute course than you can from a book that you can read over and over and over. So, and even if you're like, okay, we well, you know what? I don't even have the money to buy the books because I'm putting my money into fashion. Or I'm putting my money into, you know, photography, all these other things. You can sit at Barnes and Nobles for hours and read books for free <laughs> you just just remember just remember what page you left on and that's what i do i go to barnes and no i love me and my kids we stay at barnes and nobles while they're playing okay well let me pick up this book really quickly look in the back to see where their resources are from what are their websites that they i mean uh, there again if it's not on google youtube it's definitely at the bookstore you know what you are just telling like you're dropping so many gems that even i hadn't <laughs> even thought of you know because i i yeah. was people that fell into the course trap and i and i still am oh. an advocate for courses i still yeah. there are certain courses that you know i know that i got the value for it but a lot of courses you know especially when it's for intro and new you know like when you're just starting there it a google search <laughs> A Google search could save you so much, you know, instead of going through that whole thing, you know, just to realize that you already knew that, you know, <laughs> and that right. didn't really take you to the next level. So, you know, using, using your resources, I think that that's what people have to remember when yeah. you're starting out, that you don't have to go out and do, you know, the biggest thing, you know, you, you don't can just start with a Google quick search, right. you know, that, that will lead you down a rabbit hole. YouTube will lead you down a rabbit hole and that's yeah. free information. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. The object, it's resources. Yes. It's resources. That's yes. all. Yeah. <laughs> it's options and resources because of course now I, I, my thing, I've always been the type of person and it, and I've got to correct myself with this, but it's like, Oh, when I first started looking at YouTube and the bloggers, I'm like, well, they have this camera and they have, you know, this tripod and they have this. And of course you're like, oh my gosh, that's the one, exactly one that I need to have. And I, but then I had to learn. But the thing about it is I'm sitting here looking at a MacBook Pro. I have an iPhone 8. I have, you know, my daughter who can't take pictures. I have all these different resources. I have shelves in my house that I could prop up the, you know what I'm saying? But when I first started, I didn't see that. You know what I'm saying? You literally need to sit down, literally sit down and look around your house at things that you didn't even think you had again with clothes like fashion um you know people are like oh my gosh well I don't have that many clothes I don't either but I know how to put them together and make different outfits it doesn't matter 
you know, and, you know, like shoes or whatever is borrow something for somebody else for a second. You know, my friend may have, you know, a handbag, look girl, I'm coming over your house with this certain outfit on. I just need to hold your bag in this, you know, everything that these bloggers out here have on don't, they don't always, that's not always theirs. It's not, it's borrowed. Sometimes they may be, you know, paying for it or, you know, taking out a loan to get it. You don't know what these people are doing to have these things. Everything isn't always necessarily given to bloggers. Now, what I will say that I found out is I shop at, so I've been shopping at Sephora since I can remember, but I go into, I was, there was a face mask that came out, you know, this whole unicorn craze that's going yes. on. Mm-hmm. What, right. So there's a specific product that's out. Um, I'm not going to name the product, but I went in and I was asking the girl in Sephora about it because I was thinking about buying it. And she told me that a lot of YouTubers are going, coming in Sephora, buying it, using it just or or taking a picture just to say that they had it or using a little bit of it and then returning it that the actual product is not a good product and that actually stopped me from buying it but if you are sitting here watching these people and this is what i'm saying with that's why i said you have to be authentic be yourself don't do what everybody else is doing because it's it everything isn't what it seems to be on the internet at all and even if you trust some of these bloggers or these youtubers it's really not (laughs) what it looks like they didn't get that for free some of them are literally spending their money to go get it and then returning it after they take this video with it wow look at you dropping all these gems like yeah but this is the part that people don't know but that oh yeah you know you know oh yeah yeah and and this just stems back to the whole point that Mm -hmm. authenticity is key you know and don't be that right like don't sell yourself you know just to make a quick dollar or whatever right the day your viewers are going to be like you know what this was a crap product and you said it was so great oh, and then they're going to yeah. and, and people yeah, you yeah. know the internet is a great place for people to kind of troll and just mm-hmm. stalk everything and then they're going to start looking like hmm well she really didn't you know right that much i never yeah again you know and then they're going to start poking through holes through your uh-huh screen yeah talking about you and that, and right. that shoots your credibility that's worse that's yeah, way worse your credibility you know and that's yeah. why see these people that blow up overnight but they also fall just as fast really quickly mm-hmm. and you know what let me i do want to say something else to the to the people who are thinking about starting a blog if you look at all of these bloggers that have 32,000 uh, well you know thousands and thousands of followers i at first when i first started blogging i was like oh my gosh these people have so many followers on instagram or they have so many people especially i'm I'm saying instagram specifically because a lot of bloggers are using instagram alongside their website you know some some of them are actually blogging within their post which is something gary v talks about but um what's happening is those aren't all followers and a lot of bloggers were starting to talk about that so those are um like those apps they're using those apps to get those those um those automated followers and if you look at their if you go into their comments and look at how many likes they have they may have 32,000 likes but only 45 comments that doesn't add up the math isn't correct if you've got 30,000 followers then you should at least have a couple of thousands of comments you know so the engagement is not there so don't get discouraged like oh my gosh this person has so many followers no they really don't they're engaged these people may actually follow them and forgot you know saying they don't even show up on their feed or or those are actually fake accounts. Yeah. So that's another thing that I had to learn the hard way too is that no, that those aren't even followers for real. Yes, that's um that and that's something that's a whole long series of conversations. It is, it is is understanding that engagement factor because yes. there are a lot of accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, but when you look at the post, it's like 
500 likes. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. With two comments, with yeah. two comments, right. right. That the map and, and one of the comments is their hashtags. Like that just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Add up. So, right. And, and so it's just like you, people, as, as a new person starting and blogging and everything, we, you have to be very careful with who you're trusting as that credible. Exactly. Person. Yeah. Not comparing yourself to someone just based off of numbers because numbers. Exactly. You know, they don't. When people start sharing their their um, insights, then you can believe that. You know, like exactly. Okay, then then you can see like, okay, their engagement is real. You know, yeah. And if yeah. you honestly check out who their followers are, sometimes the first set of followers are like these. You can tell it's like a dummy account or those. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like you know, these aren't real accounts. This person's following isn't as big as you think it is. It's know? not. Just being mindful that this is not a race. If you have 500 people that are that are following you, yeah, and you get 400 comment, I mean 400 likes and you know 200 mm -hmm. comments, you're doing mm -hmm. better than someone with yeah, that that's 40, the truth, 000, you know, and that's and the truth. Five comments. So, yes, that was oh, that was such a gem. Well, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you okay. have babies with you, but I did want to ask you about your. Um, I saw on your Instagram. Oh yeah, t-shirts. So yeah. What, what, what's going on with that? So this is the thing. My God talked to me a long years when I say at least eleven years ago and told me to start a t-shirt line a long time ago. And I just it was one of those things again. I don't know how to start a t-shirt line. I'm scared. Like whatever. So um, maybe again, while I was in Virginia, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and start this t-shirt line. So I have a child. I have a lot of childhood friends, and I mean good friends that um i've been friends with since i was like 12 so i put up maybe I, I, one of the bloggers one of the bloggers i asked her because she has a t-shirt line and i asked her and she she's one of the ones that you can actually speak to and she told me you know who the manufacturer was that she went through so i started setting me up an account and started putting t-shirts up online and then a friend of mine it's so weird the very next day or within a few hours a friend of mine um put up a t-shirt line like she created a new account for some t-shirts that she's doing but she's actually does the graphics for it. i said me and this girl grew up together and we don't speak all the time she's literally one of those friends that you're really close with but you don't speak with that often mm -hmm. and she um and i said oh my gosh she has a t she's doing the graphics for the t-shirt i said that's crazy and the funny part about it I only, I, when i was in virginia i was only maybe 15 minutes away from her mother's house like that's how close i am with this girl so I went on her t-shirt page and I liked all of her posts because I was like, that is crazy how I just put up my t-shirts. She's got her t-shirt thing going on. And what she did was because I went on there and liked all of her pictures, she created that graphic of me, which is my actual profile picture and put it on her t-shirt page. And so I, I called her, I said, Tasha, I said, girl, I need this for one of the t-shirts. And she said, I'll be more than happy to give it to you. Now that goes along with small businesses helping small businesses, you know, women of color supporting women of color. So therefore I paid her a little bit of money for that graphic, but I, but that actually is now bringing her my business because now I'm going to be able to pay her to create more graphics for me. But it's so, again, that is a resource, you know, that is an option that I didn't even realize I had, but once you start working in your purpose, other things start to come to light. Like if yes, I want to put yes, up those t-shirts, I'm telling you right now, I promise you, I, I believe if I want to put up those t-shirts or start on my t-shirt um, business a few days before, I would not have seen that post for maybe another month or so. I wouldn't have paid attention to it. And so now that's how that got started. So I ended up doing like mugs with that picture on it. But yeah, I have, 
I have a little Etsy page and then I also sell them on my website. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I just love the part about, you know, small businesses working and helping other small businesses. I think it's important, especially starting out, that you want to connect yourself with other small business owners. Right. We're always looking for a way to help one another. Like, right. if you're a small business owner, you're really willing to do a lot of things, not anything, but you're willing to collaborate because you right. have the importance of, hey, you know, I can offer this to you and you yeah. can offer this yeah. to you. You know, and, and it saves us money because instead of us now having to pay thousands of dollars, you know, right. for someone else to create this, oh my gosh, you know, we probably won't even like, we can right. like someone that we actually know, you know, yeah. how their work is, you know, we can see how much work they put into it and stuff like that. And it, it becomes a, you know, in photography, we call it, um, you know, trade for pictures, you know, like, okay, I know what it is. Yeah. I've heard of that. And yeah. I'll, and I'll exactly. You know, kind of situation. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's so awesome. So I'm definitely going to link the information about your shirt so that people can get one if they want one. But now is awesome. the time for the rapid fire round. Okay, so okay. Five questions. Okay. Hear your first thought. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So if you could be any flavor of ice cream, which would you be and why? Pralines and cream. Ooh, um, the reason why the reason why I used to love pralines and creams when I was younger, but my first cousin, everywhere we go we say we say we're pralines and cream like we made up a song about it like she's a little darker than me her hair is natural i'm lighter than her and i have straight hair so it's like it's, you know, it's so everybody yeah so it's like i'm the caramel portion she's the <laughs> that is too cute <laughs> that is funny pralines and cream all right yeah question number two what is your favorite hobby um food going to different restaurants and eating Ooh, different yes. food yeah I've gained weight doing that though I've gained weight but seriously everybody is now asking me for restaurants to go to and everything so I think that's my hobby that I love the most okay awesome <laughs> what's your favorite tv channel honestly I don't even have cable I haven't had cables in maybe 10 years the only time I had cable is when my ex-husband wanted it in the house I don't I would rather go outside with my kids somewhere or go read a book. Uh, seriously. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, now, if I had to choose, because when I was at my grandma's house, I binge watched Say Yes to the Dress. So it'll be TLC because oh, yeah. I love... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. My favorite shows too, so I totally agree. <laughs> what store do you shop at the most? Target, girl. Target. <laughs> I would go to Target twice a day. I'm not even joking. Oh I know four, four or five different Targets. They know me. As soon as I walk in the door, they speak. To, people speak to me because I'm in there all the time. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the last question. This is something that I okay. ask everyone. So what does it mean to you to be a female creative? Mm, I don't know how to answer that one. That's the only thing you've asked me that I'm trying to figure out how to answer. Yeah, I, I get it. It means a lot to me. Um, women have a lot to offer. Let me tell you why I say that. God is the creator, of course, and he is in all of us, right? So technically, all of us are creators. Women create life, you know? So therefore, we, to me, we have so much more to give when it comes to creating because we are the only ones that knows what it feels like to have some a kid you know moving it in us and I just feel like we look at life a lot differently especially mothers and there are women which is unfortunate because I have a lot of women in my family that can't have kids but I just feel like 
you know, there's just something special in women when it comes to creating something. We just, again, we see that we love different, you know, so that causes us to touch people in a different way. And I just think, I think it means a lot. I love, I'm just, I'm so excited to actually connect with other women who are creatives and this it, is just a huge community uh, as well. I how you explain that. That was so beautiful. Yeah. That was really beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say it in a way. That, that question stumps a lot of people though. That's why I like yeah. It, you know, nobody knows yet that I'm asking this question. So right. people haven't caught on yet. So it's right. really nice to like stump people that they can't prepare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I like that. I like that you did that though. I like that. <laughs> so tell us how we can keep up with you, like your blog and on social media. Social media, everything is the same. Um, everything is the pink cocktail society. I think I, I really, I'm not on Twitter like that. Um, but I do have a Twitter, which I'm actually going to start getting active in. But um, I am in the middle of writing a book, uh, which also will be right. So it, one of the, one of my t-shirts is named what the, the book is going to be. It's called my name is favor. Um, but my Instagram and my, um, website is all pink cocktail society. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for that. I'm definitely going to link that in the show notes below so that everybody can check you out and give you a follow. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast with us today. This was really so awesome. This was a great conversation. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I know I'm long-winded. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we love it. We appreciate it because you dropped so many gems. Like people need to listen to this over and over and over again because there was a lot of good stuff in here. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This was awesome. You're so very welcome. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast in your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs.KH on Instagram and check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you creative darling so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.